Ladies and gentlemen, your legend is here. Charles International internationals in the Sundowns group. The two Malawians. Onside. Yeah, yeah. Onside. Onside. Wonderful. Wonderful. One back. The well, well done. I can't believe that. I thought Ernest Tuali was standing waiting for that ball. At least 10 yards offside. The referee, I don't know whether he felt that the run came late. But Tuali took it on and watched it in the back of the net and gave John Basulo no chance. But I really feel that Ernest Tuali was 10 yards offside there. But didn't Tuali take it well? Head down and struck a super goal in the back of the net. Can I Dan, just remind viewers that we're coming live from S on SABC2 today? That's exactly what we're doing now. Now we have a game on our hands. Come on, Hubana Nakate, Makawana Nguni, Chensi, Nguni. It's a Kumarago Hape. So Tensi, Jonanakwa, Peliam Kiwang, 2 1, Munakugeno, Tensa Lichwadi. 26th minute, 24th minute. One on one with football's living legend. You know, I'm always reminded of the story that says that uh, he got to be alongside the great Maradona, but Maradona was kind of getting old. Um, at that stage. I don't even know if he was able to play then when he was briefly uh, there in the same team as him. Uh, we normally don't greet on this show, especially on the Friday, because you guys were equally that rude as legends. You guys didn't greet each other. Maradona, when you went there, was he playing or how old was he? Rob, firstly, I must say thanks for having me and uh, gr greetings to, to the listeners. We don't greet here. <laughs> good to see you man yeah, I'll, I'll tell people who you are in just a second but let, let's let's get let's get started with that one and get it out the way um yes i remember in 1995 yeah. i went to rosario mm. uh, uh, through my agent marcelo houseman uh, I signed for New Old Boys for for a year, mm -hmm. and uh, one of the guys who recommended to go to to New Old, Old Boys was Diego Maradona himself. Uh, what happened was uh, my manager then, Marcelo Hausman, had my highlights video mm -hmm. of me playing in South Africa, uh, and he showed it to Maradona and his friends. And uh, and at the end of the day, Maradona recommended that no, I think this guy is good enough for New Old Boys. Wow. But did you know at the time that uh, you came highly recommended by the great Maradona himself, or was that only shared to you by Marcelo Hausman a number of years down the line? Or did he tell you that up front? No, he did tell me that up front. Uh, mind you, uh, his brother as well, uh, Marcelo Hausman's brother, used to play for Argentina as well uh, in, th in those days. Right. Uh, and, and, and I must say, I got an opportunity to play with Maradona himself. Uh, not, not, uh, not on an 11 aside. Uh, we played indoor soccer. Right. Uh, that was in Buenos Aires. And uh, it was the greatest experience of my life uh, playing with my hero, or one of the best players I've, I've watched uh, playing football then.
But what did you make of him as a personality? Because sometimes we lose track of his greatness. Maybe we lose track because today in a world of social media, in lots of clips, and we inundated with the Ronaldos and the Messis of this world or any other player, whether it's Suarez or Kevin De Bruyne. But we see a lot of that and maybe very little of what a Maradona was able to do or what a Pelé before then was able to do. But you sharing the same space, breathing the same oxygen and just being within proximity of one of the greatest ever. We're not talking about an opinion. It's a fact. That's what Maradona was. Yes, what it is. It, it is a fact, Rob. And I must say, first, I had an opportunity when I when I won the Football of the Year in 1985 mm. in, in South Africa. 1986, I left for Italy. I played for a club called Bassano Vichos in the fourth division mm. called Bassano Vichos. And I uh, had an opportunity to watch Diego Maradona at his best when he was playing for Napoli. Napoli yeah. When the, head, uh, the, the, the then head of UEFA, Michael Platini, was playing for Juventus. I was I was best in Italy in 1986, and I was able to watch Maradona playing live when he was still playing for Napoli. But what is that experience like? Because it's crazy. I, we, we see footage of Maradona. It's unbelievable. We all know of the hand of God incident with Maradona, and that is ridiculous. We know his pace, his speed, his strength, despite him being short. He's a stocky guy. You look at Kun Aguero playing now, and, and obviously there's a link there in terms of him, but he was that stocky guy. But having to watch him live give us a sense of what you my unknown guest so far were to experience you know for, um, him playing for a non-club then and napoli napoli yeah. was not juventus or ac milan uh, napoli was were struggling then uh and watch, watching maradona playing playing uh, in 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 napoli you it was it was it was an honor for me uh he was one of the greatest players that i've, I've watched mm. I, i've watched then i know after that there was a lot of things that were said about him but me i only concentrate and talk about him as a footballer and what i must say is that uh, he was one of the greatest ever uh, it's difficult now to say whether it's ever because you know <laughs> food, football is evolving uh there's there's other players now uh, give me a top four let, let me, let's not even go far. Get that out of the way so we move on. My, my, my top four is Michael, Michael Platini, Diego Maradona, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, and uh, um, Renal Messi. Hey, go Sam. So Platini goes to the top. That is an interesting one. Michel Platini. We're not going to worry about him as an administrator and where he is right now because he was a footballer before then. Why that interesting twist for you? Uh, Platini played for, for Ju Juventus then in Italy. And mind you, he's, he's won the uh, football of the uh, European Football of the Year three times. That right. was from 82 to 85. Uh, you know, since I was a young boy, I was passionate about football. And I used to read a lot about uh, European football. Right. I used to read about the Graham Sooners of this world. We used to play for Liverpool, Ken yeah. Daglish, Kevin Keegan, Michael Platini as well. So I used to say, but uh, one day I would love to go and play, you know, in these countries, uh, in Italy, or in Europe, yeah. you know, I think it's important as as a youngster. There's people that you look up to, and myself, I look up to these guys because uh, they were they were geniuses then. That is incredible, and you know, this is hardly what guys. Twenty four hours uh, since another great man, Lotte Mateus, was sitting exactly where you're sitting, and he had the football brain similar, 
if not as just as exciting as your football brain. Those people sometimes think, ah, no, we discussed beforehand. What are you going to talk? We don't. We don't talk beforehand because I don't like that kind of radio or television where you're rehearsing things. Things should happen instantaneously. He's at no time to know what I'm going to talk about. At times, I don't even know which angle I'm going to start in because there is so much to celebrate about this legend that I can always say, okay, and so how did it begin when you started? How was the mood in the camp? Okay. You know, that sometimes does not hold water. Because this man, hey, we start, we shoot from the top. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Ernest. Thank you. Ntawali. Chirwali. <laughs> I can go on because that got into so much trouble in terms of who is this guy. Is he Mtawali? Is he Molamela? Is he Chirwali? Hey. You know, but we'll get to that. Don't worry. That's what I'm saying. It's a beautiful thing that you hear. Uh, to unpack and to celebrate one of the greatest to ever play football in South Africa. You can tell your next-door neighbor that. You can tell them to argue until the cows, the goats, the sheep, everything comes home. One of the greatest. Ask if you don't know, they will tell you. I still want to hang around because you started naming all sorts of people, names of coaches. You mentioned Kevin Keegan. You were to land up at Newcastle. I don't even know how long that was, whether you got to play or not, uh, whether all sorts of funny things came into play. You've given us a taste of a South American trip. You've taken us into Italy. You've taken us into anywhere. Let me re-guide you now because you talked of Kevin Keegan. So Kevin Keegan's in charge at Newcastle and Ernest has to go there. Do you go there or where does that interest end up? I think we must go. We must. We must go back first. Uh, yeah. When I when I came to South Africa, you know, I left. I left Malawi. Yeah. Came to South Africa due to isolation. I was banned by the football football association of Malawi not to participate in a FIFA member country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I had an opportunity to go and play in in Italy in interregional side because as as a youngster, you always have an ambition yes. to go to the to go and play at the highest level. Uh, I went to Italy. I spent there one year for Bassano Vichas. When I when I got back, it's when then FIFA said, "No, you can no longer play in the mem- FIFA member country. You've got to go. You, you got to go back to South Africa." Then I came back to South Africa. I came back to my old club, Bluefontein Celtics. Mm-hmm. And mind you, and then the only chance I got to go to Europe again was in when uh, South Africa was readmitted back into FIFA in 1992. Right. Uh, first, when in 1992, firstly, before I went to Newcastle United, I went, I followed Fanny Madida, who went to Besiktas in yeah, Turkey. In Turkey yeah. I was at Besiktas, I spent about three months there. Uh, Gordon Muno, Gordon Muno wanted to sign me, but unfortunately, uh, they could only allow two foreigners per team by then in, in Turkey. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, he spoke, Gordon Muno himself, he spoke to. Uh, the then coach of Nottingham Forest, the late Brian Clough. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up going to Nottingham Forest in England, wow. uh, where I, where I spent uh, spend a month. I, play, I played for Forest in the reserves together with Alf Harand, wow. uh, the guy from Norway. Yeah. Uh, we played, I remember then we played uh, in a reserve match against Aston Villa when Dwight York was still playing for Aston Villa. And I must say, I uh, had a great game for, for our Forest then. And as I, off, I was offered a contract in, in 1992 uh, uh, with Nottingham Forest for, for three years. 
and, and unfortunately, then my, my then manager, Marcela Hausman, and uh, my club here, Sundowns, there was an, a disagreement, and, and uh, Forest were fighting for, for survival in, in, in the league. They could not wait for me. They decided to, 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 to let me go. Uh, then I, uh, then I ended up coming back to South Africa. And then after that, when I came here, I never went back to Sundowns. I was training with Vets uh, University. Yes. Uh, Raymond Huck, I think, was still the chairman then. Yes. And uh, I think the, 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 the chairman of the president of Newcastle United, Sir, jo, Sir John Hall, came to South Africa. He watched me training with Vets at Vets. And then he says, and then Raymond had, had a word with him to say, I think this guy can... He can he can do it. He was at Forest. There was some misunderstanding between the club and the manager. Maybe he should give him a try. Then I ended, I ended up flying to to Newcastle uh, with uh, Sir John Hall, where I spent about uh, three weeks training with Newcastle United wow. uh, under Kevin Keegan. Wow. But then, and I, and I can see how you beaming still when you talk about it. It, it almost like it was yesterday. And that, and that is why I'm just fascinated. And again, I'll bring in Lonte Mateus and say that his memory was sharp. Names were coming through. You remember Sir so-and-so, Lord so-and-so. Like, you know, these were your, your buddies. But how was that? Because Kevin Keegan, in his own right, is a footballer, a household name, a respected name. And now to be a respected football manager in a top team like Newcastle. I mean, the Alan Shearers of this world are products of that club. Look, he was also one of my idols because I'm a Liverpool, I'm a Liverpool fan. Oh. Like I said, growing up as a youngster from Malawi, even playing in South Africa, my, ambish, my, my ambition was to go, <laughs> was to go and play at the highest level uh, in Europe. So when South Africa was admitted back into FIFA, yeah. I said, no, why not? Let me go and try my chance. I mean, when I went to, to Forest, Roy Keane was still playing for, for Nottingham Forest. Stuart Pearce was still playing for, for, for Notting, uh, uh, Nottingham Forest. Yeah. And uh, when I went to Newcastle, I had an, an opportunity to, to train to, together with Andy Cole. Uh, so it was a big, big, big opportunity for me. And uh, training with my idol, it was an eye-opening and a great experience for me. Who was your all-time idol at that stage? I mean, you mentioned it now, but... Think about it. Refresh your mind. What name comes up? Graham Sunes. Graham, eh? So when people watch Graham talking about football now, and some people get irritated because of his comments here and there, it's not because of what... He knew the game, he played the game, and he was that good. He was a he was a very good player. He was a leader leader of the game. Yeah. Uh, he was a defensive midfield midfield player, but he was a box box to player. He could lead the game very well. He was he was he was my idol, Grandsonis. Yeah. Man, I'm already into this conversation. I don't know about you, but oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. And we just scraping the surface here uh, with Ernest Stumtawali, Ernest Chirwali. Uh, he'll he'll lead us out of our misery. In terms of what it is that we can call him, Edward Tamba, uh, who's on Twitter, says that Ernest Wayam Tawali, one of the most hard ball hitting midfielders in South Africa in the 90s. And he says, scrap that. One of the most hard ball hitting footballers in the world. Hi, 
Ernest was playing for Ajax. So when Ajax was going to play Vets, the headlines of the newspaper, they were saying father is going to play against his son. Can you find out from me where is his son now? What he's doing? Thank you. Hi, good evening, Robert Johnson. And I was played Robert, I'm a chief supporter, but uh, I grew up watching this man. He was a genius. I, I can tell you that, Robert, with long and short passes. He was a genius around 1990. I remember where, with the likes of uh, Bennett Masinga, Zain Musa. Ah, Mdawale, you were great. I'm telling you right now. If we were not banned, uh, South Africa were not banned at that time, I'm sure we would have have played for my team, Liverpool. Thank you. Nice one. I hope this is legalized. I'd like you to ask your guest over there, was it hard playing soccer back in 1980s upwards? And another thing, looking at soccer now, does he believe it is ever going to be a team here? in Africa that can win a World Cup? Or are we forever going to be in a World Cup just to make numbers? And also ask another question between Pele and Diego Maradona. Who is truly the greatest? Answered already. Hi, hi. Hello there. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. Uh, through the voice of Rudolf Lezualo, I can claim that I know Ernest Ernest, but I only heard him on a radio playing. Yes, I can only say I heard him playing on a radio, but I could feel that I see through the eyes of the spirit. Thank you. This is Moses Mukwena of Hamukokwaila. Thank you. Savona Rob. Bang some kumbula and kumbula manju Ernest. Why are Chirwali? Nazo. Melabing was in young at Alice's bomb or less until in his own Alice's young tower. Ning Lizzie. I am Kumbula. Hey Rob, it's Oli. Here at Tawaza Extension. Rob, I think you are speaking to to the legend there, you know, uh, Ernest Chirwale. But there was the scenario whereby Ernest, I think he played for Bafana Bafana, if I'm not mistaken, and he played for Malawi. I don't know what happened there. Can you please uh, ask him that what was going on on that matter, you know? But uh, uh, over the role, he was the good player. I mean, I still remember when you calling him Ernest Waiwawenyang in Shirwale. You know, <laughs> that's it was uh, those days uh, playing for Sundowns. He was playing a good football. Thank you, man. 
Why you buy a nyangi? Kumbula varubdel. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, kumbula. Oh, man, so much uh, that is happening. Uh, we will get down to a couple of those uh, questions. And thank you so much indeed. Keep them coming through. 0650 where are the pictures? <laughs> the, the pictures are still there. Where? <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll deal with that one. Because, uh, uh, you know, and, and they legit. Let's start off with the exciting one. We'll get to Cedric in, in, in a second. But before we lose track, because I know that you were called up for the Bafana Bafana team in 1992. Uh, you shared a space there with Abu Mapunyane, August, uh, Makalakalane. There was Doc, there was Mark Williams. Um, I think Chipama Singh of the late was there. Donald DDS Kuse also. But for you, there was that gap. Yoguti, we could steal this man from Malawi and make him play for Bafana Bafan. I then things got out of hand. Then FIFA got involved. Paint the picture, because I can only believe what you tell me. What was happening then? You get called up and then what happens? It, I think, Rob, it didn't start in 1992. Yes, uh, we were I, 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 I remember in 1984, yeah. uh, when Clive Barker uh, was still the coach of Durban City, if I'm not mistaken, there was a game which was organized in Durban between Sunfire 11 versus yes. South African 11. Yes. They, call, they called them the Junior Springboks. So I was one of the players who represented Sanfa then. That was in 1984. But like I said, you know, as a youngster, a long time ago, I represented Malawi in an official game. So by then, the rules, as you know, the rules, you could not represent two countries. Yes, I got the opportunity in 1992, whereby we played that game uh, between All-Stars and South Africa 11. And I was the captain of of the All-Stars team. Mm -hmm. And I did well in that game together with uh, uh, Dr. Kumalo, uh, the late Sizo Mutaung, uh, uh, David Nyati. All these players were called now to go and represent uh, Bafana. But unfortunately, because of me representing uh, re- representing Malawi, uh, FIFA could not allow me to, to represent South Africa. That was crazy, though, because uh, I don't know if it was one of the games, though, where was it foreign players versus South Africa? What is that game where there was TV4 um, versus something or another? But it was like one of the best games where you've got the foreign, foreign. players. Yeah, th- I remember those games. South where Africa. Play- the yeah. Super C. Super C. Super C. Super C. Super C. That's C. The one. Foreign 11 versus uh, South African 11. Yeah. Uh, it was 1987 and then 1988 as well. The 1987 one, the foreign born 11 lost. And then the, the one against uh, the, the one in 1988, uh, the foreign born won. I remember the late S. S. Olenge was the, was the captain in the 88 one. Oh, and, uh, game. Oh. Uh, Mike, Mike Intombera was the captain in 1987. Uh, it was it was good things. It was good then because as you remember those days during apartheid, uh, people they wanted to keep the foot, football. That was the only thing that could could unite people then, mm. you know. And uh, it was good that uh, the bumjis in those days they could over- organize those games. And they made it exciting. They, I mean, who would have ever imagined? Here we are, so many years down the line, people are talking about yeah, eh, this whole thing of foreigners and. Locals, xenophobia, and whatever. 
Nobody looked at it even then. There was nothing close to xenophobia. It was a, it was a fact. There is NS Chirwali. He's from Malawi. There is... Eden Katango. Cha- Eden Katango. There's Jack Chamangwane. There's Chamangwane. There's um, Chafonia. There's all sorts of guys yeah, that were there. Rob, 99, 90, uh, those days, I mean, with Ntatemule Meras, the owner of Bluefontaine said, yes. there were games whereby uh, seven of the players were foreigners. Four, four were lockers. There was only Benjamin Reed and Lita Mukitani and uh, Pro, Pro Pilani. Pilani, yeah. Just maybe the three of them. The eight, the, the rest were, were for, and Mike Yeriwe, the late Mike Yeriwe, the captain. Unbelievable. Yeah. But with that in mind, how did it feel then for you? Where was your heart when you were called in 92 officially? After many years of people trying to get you to play for South Africa, knowing that there was this clause for FIFA that was saying something else. But we were always hoping that we would get it our way and bypass maybe somehow the FIFA clause, which is difficult. But how did you feel? How did Waya Chirwali feel about not being able to play for Bafana? Uh, I, felt, I, felt, I, I felt bad uh, for, for my career. Uh, at the same time, uh, I think I deserve to play for South Africa, not because... I'm, I'm earnest, but because my mama is original from here. My mom, my mom is original from Gladville, Estenga. Yes. So, yes. I did qualify <laughs> to play for Bafana, but unfortunately, like I said, I had already represented my Malawi national team. Yes. And uh, with, with the ban by then, I'd stopped playing for Malawi national team from 83 to 92. Yeah. So. I spent nine years without playing for the national team. So it was it was 50-50, but I, I thought for my career, for my career, mm. it was better for me to play f- to represent South Africa. But I still don't regret playing for Malawi. No, for sure. I mean, you, your country loves you in every way possible, and why not? I mean, if, if they had a player of your caliber, there, there's no way. There's no way they wouldn't love you. And I know that your allegiance to Malawi would always be there. But to have so many wasted years, almost an entire decade of not representing your national team, when you could have been part of the glory of Bafana Bafana, you're a superstar, man. And I don't even think you know how good you were. Do you know how good you were? <laughs> Thanks, that's a compliment. No, <laughs> no, we're not even lying. And, what, and I, one thing I remember is one journalist who I actually thought that he had adopted you. I thought that the moment this guy is writing about his son, the way he loved you, he loved how you played, he would... You, hey, we learned some English from this guy when he would read his articles. But every time he would write about you, there would be glowing reviews about the professional, the upstanding human being that you are. All sorts of words that were used in describe. He loved you to bits, and I'm glad he's still alive to kind of help us tell a little bit of your story in his tribute to you. Okay. Uh, this is Cy Lerman, who was privileged to cover many of the games in which Ernest played. Um, Ernest Sirali is uh, probably one of the most memorable footballers to have played in South African soccer. Um, I remember Ernest as a classy, or should one say classical footballer, or should we say both, classy and classical. Um, First uh, in Bloemfontein Celtics midfield, 
And then, of course, more famously with Mamelodi Sundowns. I think Ernest can be credited with being uh, the architect of uh, what has now become Sundown's uh, style of top-class football, probably the most aesthetic club in the PSL at the moment. Um, Ernest uh, was also always an impeccably clean player. I, I don't think he ever got a yellow card, certainly no red cards. And, um, of course, he also coached Malawi, the country where he came from. And uh, I'm quite amazed that um, with the death of good coaches in the PSL right now, uh, Ernest is not being sought by several clubs who would do great service having him on their books. Um, I think Ernest's career in soccer, it would be a tragedy if it ended at this point when he still has so much to offer. It's glad to see that someone is finally recognized him both as a player, a manager, and a great guy. That's about it, Ernest. Let's hope we'll be seeing you around for many more years in the soccer spectrum. Thanks, I. Oh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, even... Thank you so much, Sai Lerman, a scribe whose writing I followed as a kid. Uh, was it Shabshut Soccer Mirror or Soccer News? One of those two. But I I learned so much from just reading his opinion pieces, his articles, his descriptions, uh, graphic as they were, but graphically beautiful about you. You knew this. You knew that this man was in your corner. Not because we were No. You were the epitome of class. Yeah, no, I must say there, there were lots of lots of journalists. One of them was Sileman, and, yeah. and uh, there was uh, the late Phil Phil Nyamani at yes. Star, uh, the late Mishek Mutlaung at City Place, uh, the, the late Boik Muteu at, at City Place. Uh, the, the list is endless, really. Um, uh, the, 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 cov- the coverage that they gave me, or, or, or the journalists, it, it shows that if you work hard, uh, you, you, the people always write about you. And I think they're the ones who made me work more harder all the time because uh, once you hear that uh, some uh, these people are like, like writing good things uh, uh, about you, yeah. you've got to work extra hard because uh, you must be tomorrow. You must be better. Because you, you hardly spoke to media. You were like this quiet guy who wore. Uh, this wristband uh, staff and you were just focused on your game and yo guys i don't know I'm, i might be lost here but mzugisi twina on twitter says i had a pleasure of meeting dawali on several occasions while at ix cape town what a player he loved kenilworth center smiley smiley <laughs> he says you never dare give in a space when he's facing goals lethal foot uh, we are blessed to see him play on our shores. Uh, Isaac, this is Botile, says, 
I remember Malawi was playing Mozambique in the Africa Cup of Nations qualifiers. Uh, Ernest had to be fetched from the airport 30 minutes before the game. Uh, he was man of the match, completing 284 passes and only two misplaced passes. The man is a legend. Gosiam. Thank you. All of a sudden, since there are statisticians, just <laughs> out of nowhere. Hey, you'll tell me more about that story. You'll tell me about Cedric Nakuma. Uh, I don't know how related you guys are, but for the sake of the platform, uh, you'll tell us more about that. To the understanding by, though, because right now it's time to update on what's happening in the world. I Captain. Can you ask that guy, Ernest Wyatt There was another guy from Malawi. I think his name was Cedric Nakumua. I believe they were related. I think it was his cousin. Can you ask him about where about of him? And also his. Good evening, Mr. Marawa. When we are having that legend in the studio, you remind me of the great Jimmy Mutaloga, who used to commentate Tuvela FM. Utlari, kia wamo ela malati ilo moratwa yona kuliari na ho. Rwela papalingi moara levala rwecha kimangi ena waya chiwani uchakulie uki Ernest wero mela kutoko kwa roja fitumba roja fitumba uchakulie wa ichipa kumurako kiena jua sikupi makuleko jua sikupi makuleko reka kutakupi na mangu uchakulie ule mela kutoko kwa Eric Ramasike bariki tambale tambale utaka kulie wero mela kutoko jetro lavas mutala waya tirwani moga rekalevala waichia from Malawi wero mela kutoko kwa mangu Daniel Mambushu mutau agaraya waraka mutau Kagari Kwele ya kuchwa mulgutung la bukwari la kutsepe ya la yena Waya Enesti Shirwali One Mamelodi Sundowns Not Orlando Pirates Not Orlando Pirates One Mamelodi Sundowns <laughs> Arien Papachu Good evening, Robs. Good evening to your legend, Ernest Mtawali, the best footballer to ever grace South African shores. Uh, ask him about Pumlani Tindi, how we like to play with Pumlani Tindi on the, in the midfield. Thank you. Bye. Hi, Rob. Why Why He was one of our best players in Celtic. That's one of the reasons during the 80s we used to go and watch Celtics play. We used to go and watch this gentleman. He was one of our best players. Since then, I think the only person who played a good play at Chelsea center, like Waya, was Charles Montlouis. And both of them end up ended up going to, to to Sundowns. I think Sundowns has always been jealous of Celtics. That's why they even stole our singing <laughs> style. Why Awaboa? Why Amchirwal? He was one of our greatest. Thank you very much. His description. I would like to ask. I'm sorry. Good night again, Mr. Maraud. Person you sent you from night. Orange Farm. I would like to ask the legend. His colleagues at Bloemfontein Celtics, the majority was the guys from Mozambique, my country, my homeboys, the likes of Zaza, the likes of Eden Kadangu. Uh, there was a guy called Kosa, a striker. I, I would like to know where they are now because I, I need them to mentor me here as I'm living here in South Africa and I want to venture in football because football is an industry that. Good evening, everybody, Mr. Marawa and family. 
Mr. Chirwani, I just want to ask you one question. Do you still see the likes of Abu Zain Musa, those guys who you played with in the 80s? Those uh, Sundowns family, do you see them? Because we as Sundowns family, we have to see each other even after some time. So just tell me if you see those guys. I'll be happy to hear that you see them. Josie 14, Sosha. Evening, Darob. Hey, Mr. Matluputu, you are with the legend there. That guy played nice football. I grew up watching him. He has a countryman by the name of Chensi Kondwe, whom fitted very well on that style of sundowns of play, which is, which is they call uh, Shoshine and Piano. NHRL fitted very well too on that style with his long range passes and, shoot and short distance passes. He fitted very well. Good evening, Masamarawa. I still remember this guy playing alongside Cedric Nakumwa, Charles Gondwe, Iwi Kambule, and the goalkeeper there was Mark Anderson, Lisilo, and then you have Alex Chakwane there on the on the touchline with all the rings and chewing chippies. That was sundowns. Actually, double action sundowns. Uh, Brother Rob, uh, just ask uh, Chirwali, what is the relationship between him and uh, Chirwali from uh, MZNews in Tizwa, who always said he comes from uh, Malawi, British Empire? Hi, good evening, Rob. It's Fiso here from Rimsek. Uh, wow, Rob, you're a legend there in the studio. Uh, I must say, um, I had an honor of sitting down with a man watching a game at FNB Stadium not so long ago. Um, really enjoyed him as a human being more than just being a footballer, but he's also just a great uh, human being, Rob. And uh, I just want to say big ups and uh, wish him all the best to all that he's doing. I know he's probably uh, still getting involved with football's living legend. Unbelievable stuff that's happening right here in studio as we celebrate the life and the times of Ernest Chirwali. Uh, so many voice notes are coming through. I see even on Twitter. Excitedly, uh, former DA leader Musi Maimani listening to the show, sending his big ups as well to uh, Ernest. Uh, I don't know. What, what team does uh, Musi Maimani support? Chiefs, no? Yeah, it's the Chiefs, man. He doesn't like to be called former DA leader. Okay. I take that right back. Beep. Our homeboy, Musi Maimani, is listening. Enes Chirwali. You know, I tried to go through earlier today some of the many honors that he's had as a football player, as a full Malawian international. And when you track to 1990, 1993 as an NSL champion, and then we were creeping into the 2000s as a PSL champion, 85 yeah, remember that cup, Mainstay Cup. He was there. He was a winner. Then maybe one of my all-time favorites was the JPS Knockout Cup. Yo, he was there. 1990, he won that. 1990, BP Top 8 Cup, he was winning that. Easy. In 85, he was the NSL Football of the Year. He was also, in 88, the Players' Play of the Year. Those are just a couple that we put in the mix. There's plenty more that this guy won. Um, let's clear quickly. I see the lines are going crazy. Voice notes are going crazy. Um, Cedric Nakuma. Give us the link. Hey, Rob, uh, Sid is a guy that I grew up in, this very, in, in the same township. Mm -hmm. 
uh, in Plantaya Township called Chilomoni. Uh, as as youngsters, when we were about six, seven, we used to play together in the streets. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were not cousins. Uh, the, the, his late brother was married to my cousin. They've got kids together. Right. That's how related we are, uh, but, but not cousins. And uh, in Malawi, we, I played for Hardware Stars. When I left Malawi, he also played for Hardware Stars. Hmm. Then when I joined Bluefontaine Celtics, he came to join me at Bluefontaine Celtics. When I was bought by the Krog brothers to come and join Sandals in 89, they bought, they bought both of us, me and Cedric. We joined Sandals together in 1989. So it was a, a buy one, get two. Yes. Okay. Yes, it was. <laughs> and they gave you him and <laughs> the Crow Brothers. Yeah. Skin lighteners. And, and I'm a German cat. <laughs> With the tail. <laughs> Don't forget the tail. Uh, somebody was asking about uh, Pumlani Dindi. Uh, Pumlani Dindi is a guy who was from Chiawero. Ch- the parents, all his parents were from Malawi. I yeah. met him at Jomo Cosmos. Right. Uh, I think that was when I went to Jomo Cosmos in 1999. I trained with him, played with him. Uh, and uh, I had the opportunity to recommend him to go and play for the Malawi uh, national team. Mm. Unfortunately then, uh, uh, the government of Malawi could not allow dual citizenship. Wow. So he could not play for the Malawi national team since he was a South African. But he was he was a great player, great midfielder, and may so his rest, rest in peace. Zain Musa, how often do you see him? Uh, the, the last time I saw Zain Musa was in 2012. That's about seven years ago, hmm. eight eight years ago, yeah, uh, when I was still working at Sundowns as a, as a, as, a, as a scout. Uh, since then, I've, I haven't met him. We we do talk once in a while. Uh, but this time it's very difficult to get out of him. Mm. But uh, uh, wherever he is, I'm sure Zen is okay. And also, Abu Chansi Gondwe, somebody mentioned that back in the days of um, Piano and Shushine. Uh, one of one of the best midfielders ever pr- to, pro- to be produced in Malawi as well, Chansi Gondwe. Uh, so many caps with the Malawi national team. He played for a big bullets, a, tip, a big team in Malawi. Mm. Played together here at Sandals, who won the league together in 1993. Uh, now Chance is back at home and he is oh. a priest. He's a priest he's now. He's a in priest? Yes, he is. Chancey Gondra is a priest? Yes, he is. Please help us to get hold of him. <laughs> I think I think I'll invite him together with uh, uh, Peter Side. No, definitely I'll do that. Either Peter Side. Or other, he always says people call him Ida Side. Ida Side. Peter Side. <laughs> I know he's listening. He's also a pastor, uh, yes. Ida. Uh, oh, okay. No, that'll be a nice way to track him down. Uh, Kingpin says, um, Dawali also won the league in 2001 with the Orlando Pirates under Gordon Nigerson. I believe him, Dawali retired at a very, very late age. Robert, you've had to ask me about Ernest and Dawali. What a fantastic player. Now, I had the pleasure of coaching him when I was with Pirates in 2001. And that year we actually won the double. We won the we won the league. We won the, the top eight, and I think we also got the Rothmans Cup final. But Ernest was an unbelievable player. He has, he was so graceful on the field. His passing ability, the, the vision to see things in a very early stage. He made things happen for us. And uh, what an outstanding player. And um, I'm so happy to hear that he's going to be around tonight on your show. It's going to be great to hear all the different stories he's got to say. But Ernest was a magnificent player. And as I said, uh, he didn't get better really than a pass off the ball than he was. He was unbelievable. You know, I can just remember him running down there with the ball and his long hair. Uh, what a player. So, so nice to hear that he's going to be on your show tonight and I'm going to be looking forward. And just a message to Ernest. Ernest, great to hear from you again. I'm looking forward to the show tonight and um, 
I can look forward to some of your memories you can share with everybody. From That's a big compliment to come out of uh, one of the best coaches to ever come from South Africa. Four league titles with different clubs. Uh, uh, a great, great manager. Yeah, I, enjoy, I enjoyed playing under him at Pirates. Let's deal with a bit of controversy. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about Pirates, the controversy just presented itself. I, I, I apologize. But then Chiefs took it badly. In that season when the league was being won, yes. um, they even put up a fight declaring that you were an illegal immigrant. So therefore, every game where you would have played, where Pirates got the points, they were aiming for a points deduction. That wouldn't have been nice on you. And What was your feeling around that whole controversy? Uh it's a, it's a long it's a, it's a long story uh, uh, Rob, yeah. uh, but it was a, it was a legacy the legacy of apartheid uh, destroyed a lot of families mm. because in the first place i didn't need to to to, to be registered as anestimlemera because my mother was south african mm. but uh it wasn't easy uh, for my mom to register me we go back because uh I should should say this. Uh, there, there's a there's a uh, there's a biography that I'm writing. Oh, finally! With, thank yeah, you. Yes, uh, with a co- comprehensive account of my my journey and my life. Okay. Everything is gonna be in the book. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a long st- it's a long story. It's, it starts go it goes wait, wait, back to. Okay, when is the book gonna be launched? The book is gonna be launched some sometime in November, end of November this year. Okay. You're going to launch your book here. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Okay. I'm, I'm not even worried what your previous plans were. I'm just telling you right now that your book will be launched here. We'll start from straight after the news. We'll delve into it without giving away much of the story. Thank you. I would be pushing you to do it, but I won't because I think there's value in buying the book. Thank there's you value in understanding your life story and your journey because you were that great. I will keep repeating it until you hate me, but you were a damn brilliant football player. Thanks, Rob. That is all I'm saying. Because it was three-pronged. Molemela, Chirwali, Mtawali. Mtawali, yes. Yeah. True so that. if you had to summarize that and how that landed up being an issue when you won the league and the objections and, that and, came And through. it's all in the book. It's all in the book. It's all in okay. the book. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to park it because we're going to launch that book here. Thank you. On the show. Thank you, Rob. Um, yeah. If, if if we survive April, uh, I'll, you know we'll we'll be able to do that. So, not not to worry, not to worry. <laughs> we'll do that right here. There's so many, <laughs> you know. There's so many tweets that are coming through, and I don't even know where to begin. But it would be wrong of me not to include this tribute. Hi, my name is Mike Dombela. Uh, NS Chiroali was a player who played so well in Mumulidi Sundowns, but we first saw him while he was playing for Bloemfontein Celtics. And uh, in the 1988, when Mumulidi Sundowns lost uh, Ace Crusade to Kaiser Chiefs, it, it created a big void within the attacking uh, system of Mumulidi Sundowns. When A.B. Croc decided to buy Mamelodi Sundowns. The first players he bought were three. It was Ernest Chirwale, C. 
Zedek Nakumwa and Zain Musa. But let's stick to Ernest as he is, the, is, the, is our legend today. We had always admired the way he could play from midfield and to, into the striking position. And Mamelodi Sundowns by then was still playing with two attacking uh, attackers. And, and uh, Chivari would play in the two holding midfields, but he could attack more. So I, what I remember about him was the way he worked so hard in the midfield going forward. Uh, and uh, and was able to to score very important goals coming from him in the in the midfield. Hence uh, his stay at Sundowns will always be remembered as a legend uh, because of the contribution he made to Sundowns. And he also captained Mamelodi Sundowns. Uh, that showed how 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 good he was. Uh, 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 and uh, uh, I want to wish him all the best. And I know that he can do something in our football and be in the technical department I think uh, uh, probably the clubs in, in, they can use him in various capacities one as, an, as a scout, two as a, as a coach, you know, so all the clubs uh, were leaving ta- good talent on the side without using any children and all the best, any thank you Skipper <laughs> Nanana <laughs> Skipper <laughs> Beautiful tribute, though, hey? Yes. Unbelievable. And thank you so much, uh, Nanana. Thank you very much. Another person who's written a book, and I'm, I'm very proud of him, uh, Mike, and I'm glad that in November we'll, we've got a guest already booked here on the show. Um, I was following this conversation on Twitter. Everybody knows who Andy Siwa Makinan. Um, just saying that you were going to be the guest. Obviously, I made people guess about that. And then, hey... Shano is the Twitter name, comes in and says, you know, we would run after him. We could never keep up when he was working out at Easter's Cricket and Rugby Stadium while playing for Sundowns. So these ladies were camping, checking you out. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, check this guy out. So Andy comes in and the CEO says that as teens, we used to bat our eyelids and flirt with the Mugay brothers. And Brendan Augustine. They lived in our neighborhood, Mtat, and would wait on the street for when they walked past to training. They were perfect gentlemen, though. We were young and stupid. <laughs> hey, what the, the confession time? Let's get the sponsorship going here. How to confess live on radio. Beautiful, but thank you so much, man. I mean, there's so many uh, things that are happening on Twitter. Uh, Oh, Facebook, guys. These social media platforms. Um, Zokon Duduzi says, what a great player. I've never seen him play, but all DVDs that I own do tell me about Mdawari. Thomas says that NS Wire, former Bloom Celtic, Sundowns Pirates players, this is the best player that Malawi ever produced. Percy Kumalo, the legends in the house, Please ask him why Malawians are always producing good midfielders. Yeah. Is there a factory of midfielders there? In yeah, look, now they're pro- produ- producing good uh, strikers, strikers as well. We've yeah. got Gabadinho Muhango now, you know, playing for, for Pirates, who is a hot, hot, hot striker. Top goal scorer. And uh, there, were, there was Dog Dandizi 
uh, played together at Bluefontein Celtics. I must say, Rob, I've, I've, I was fortunate in my career that I've, I played with uh, leaders. Uh, when, when, when I was at Celtics, I played with the guys like uh, Eden Kadango, the late Michael Yeliwe, Abed Sibia, uh, the late Jacob Popilani. Uh, so many, so many talented players. And then when I moved to, to Sundowns as well, I played with the uh, leaders as well, quality, quality players. Yes. Uh, the skipper himself, uh, Mike Mtombela, uh, Lucky Mulife, Briggs Mdao, mm. uh, the late uh, Iwi Kambule, uh, the late uh, Love Muchafunya, uh, Rabi Muripi, mm. uh, Zen Musa. Uh, and uh, I, I must say the, the, the year 1990, we played one of our best football sundowns. Uh, we won three, three, uh, three. Uh, we won the league. We won the JPS and we won the BP top eight. And I remember Zen Musa was the football of the year. Out of ten players uh, for vying for football of the year uh, in in 1996, we were from Sundowns. That is crazy. That and 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 I remember then. And this number is very weird though, because in 1990 you played the most football for Sundowns in terms of appearances, somewhere around about 44 games you played uh, for Mamelodi Sundowns. An incredible career spanning from hardware stars in Malawi to Valkum Real Hearts to Bloemfontein Celtic to A.S. Bassano Vitios of Italy. Played for Sundowns. Newell's Old Boys in Argentina. Supersport United. Also in France. Toulouse features there. Jomo Cosmos. Al Waida in Saudi Arabia. Orlando Pirates. And of course... That was a, a debut. <laughs> My dad, I'm looking forward to this book. Um, front row seat. I'm going to see you in November, right here, with book in hand. Whoever your publisher is, please tell them that you found a, a spot. Thank you. Thank you, Rob. And it's going to be here. We'll make an arrangement. We'll make it formal, but fun, to then lay out the rest of your life story. We were here to celebrate you. You're a living legend. We appreciate you as a collective right here on Marawa Sports Worldwide, across on Metro FM as well as Radio 2000. Uh, keep inspiring, Baba. Thank you, Rob. I won't say goodbye because November's just around the corner. Yes, it is, Rob. Please focus on finishing the book. Thank you, Rob. That is all I ask of you. I appreciate you making a turn. Why? Anyway, we're going to break away. Metro FM. Hey, it's time to usher in the weekend. Lula Cafe, Naked DJ. And of course, yeah, as far as Radio 2000 is concerned, Ridge, 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 Ridge. Oh, you're about to get it. Hey, hey. We're going to have a good time tonight. I also write Masakent. Wow, Masakent. Where is man? man. That's Ernest Chirwali. Hey, He was the greatest soccer player. Hey, what Masakent? Hey. What can yeah. Charles man, stop disturbing our man here? <laughs> hey, Charles got no manners. Yeah, welcome back, Charles. <laughs> but you guys are not supposed to shake hands. You're supposed to do oh, the yes, foot yeah, thing. Yes, yeah, that's the foot thing. Yeah. We, did this. we did this. I almost went and we like. No, you know, I just remembered. We like do the. the cha, cha. 
right? <laughs> shibobo. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like a whole shibobo type of thing. Is that how you've been greeting people the whole day? You know what? It's actually the first time that I'm doing it for the day. Oh, really? Yes. In yeah. fact, we've been doing this. Yeah. Oh, the fist yeah. pump. Yeah. That's yeah. It. The normal. Did you get a, a, a mask? No? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jim Carrey. <laughs> I think you'll make a lot of royalties now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's Reggie Philander. Looking forward to a great show. As always on a Friday, ushering us into the weekend. Look forward to it. See you Monday with Ernest Chirwali. We'll see him in November.